Bye. Bye. Woo, woo, woo. Neil, woo, too much clapping, woo, I think. Woo, woo, woo. Podcast. Fucking long pauses make you wonder if you <laughs> if we're still here. But that's uh, You're here. long pauses in when I take a long pause. My Neil Brennan halting style. Like, Bianca. Uh, see, the thing is, uh, uh, that's my impression to make. Yeah, Bianca. All right, we're, uh, let's get into it. Anyone who follows me on Twitter saw me get into uh, a flame war. A b- a bad boy. With, uh, about T.I. <laughs> because I asked, I said, as someone who doesn't have a kid, uh, I'm not a parent, uh, but everybody's very upset about the T.I. thing. I said, how can you ensure that your son or daughter is a virgin at age, at whatever, 16 or 17? And if, and at what age do you stop? Is it none of your business? Right. That's almost verbatim what I said, which seems pretty innocuous. 1,500 comments later, <laughs> literally not a made up number, 1,500 comments later, people really took it as an opportunity to, to, uh, to shower my ignorance with their wisdom in a uh, violent most of them were against way. you against oh yeah they're all against me okay. even the ones that were for me were so <laughs> freaked out by all the people yelling at me they were like um uh look i'm just a regular guy but i just uh look i know neil like not well right everyone's um, trying to get yeah, away it was like, uh so um so my so yeah you cannot what I took from it was that women were are so trigger happy to scream at any man about uh, reproductive anything yes. that um, I hot, I hot walked in topic. I walked down the wrong street hot button topic <laughs> yeah walked down the wrong street as if people were someone said I was anti black because then I followed up by going boy you guys sure have high standards for. Uh, convicted felons who are famous for rhyming about cocaine and women cocaine and sex sex and cocaine Ooh. um you, are you friends with the guy i know i mean i met him he tried to, <laughs> i he tried to get me to do dishes oh no <laughs> uh right but why 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 do you have this high standard for this person yeah why do you expect him to why would you hold he should be held to a lower standard based on his body work that's the thing that people don't understand. It's like, this is not being a good musician and being able to rhyme, uh, flip bricks with whatever, mm. pick six, you know, that's not, that doesn't mean anything other than what it, what it is. It doesn't, it doesn't imply, uh, any great wisdom or character. Right. You can make a case that implies the opposite. But I'm. I but they're kind of against. That, yeah. But they are against what he's saying. What he's his they're, behavior. Well, I said you're holding this person to a high standard based on his body of work. Yes. Okay. Uh, based on his body of work, being he makes songs. Right. About so why wouldn't you fucking assume... women, bitches? Right. Bitches. And Not selling women. drugs. Right. And and he did time for weapons, and then he I think did a parole violation for possession <laughs> you, of like cocaine. No, I just no, I you know I just. T.I. News was all it, it, it found me. 
I just happen to know the guy. I know, whatever. I think I have his number. Um, I certainly won't be calling him now. No, he's uh, not but, a dealer. It's okay. But yeah, just people really grandstanding. They were so upset. I mean, and I was also, like, also, you asked of, a question. When yeah, I and I ca- opened with genuinely curious as I don't have children. Not, I agree with checking Hyman. I like, I followed it up by going, I assume we all thought checking Hyman's was insane. I assume that was like a given. I mean, but no, nothing. It's the what's the 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 game on Twitter is what's the worst possible interpretation of this? It was. It's like if you go back and forth with your friend on text, yeah, and it was like, no, no, that's not how I meant it. Yeah. But they really, it's not so much they have a high standard for Tia; they have a very low standard for you because they read that as. How else is he supposed to check right. his virginity? Not yeah. like, oh, how? Do, no, how, I said like, was... what do you do? With, I was basically like, what do parents do? Right. Like, how do you want? If you want, the other thing that no liberals will admit to uh, is that it's the longer you wait to have sex, the better your decisions are going to be because your brain is more formed. We all know, even you blanched a little bit just now at the thought of that. Like the Wait, longer what? someone what waits for sex, the the better their sexual decision making is going to oh, be. Oh, I love waiting for sex. Okay, yeah. I'm so ultimate tease. <laughs> Kidding me? Liberals will not accept that because that seems too Christian. Um, you can't do it for moral reasons. You have to do it for you can't do it for Christian moral reasons. Right, right. You have to do it for. Uh, personal empowerment reasons. But we've made but it's this. Like, who gives a shit if it's the same outcome? We've made that. Uh, we've made that discovery that uber the woke, liberals, yes. the woke, and the Christians are the, hey, lockstep, and 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 Sharia law not far off. No, no, it's all um, very similar. Uh, so uh, I'm sure none of the people that yelled at me will listen to this. But uh, well, for all of them, you know, like, absolutely suck my dick for all of them. Absolutely. Neil, Neil made me get my hymen checked. Yeah, yeah. I go, well, podcast, look, if so. I'm paying for it, <laughs> um, uh, I just wanted you didn't fuck anybody in DC on my dime. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, still there. like, they won't admit because it's Christian that, like, hey, the better, the longer your kids wait, the better. Um, and then they go, like, well, you didn't, I said son or daughter. Well, T.I. doesn't check his son. Okay. I didn't, I don't think what ti did was right Right. or i'm not standing behind i'm truly asking a question as a non-parent what do you do if you care about virginity if you you want your kids to uh, uh, not as a christian you just know that scientifically and and uh biologically the longer they wait the better the decision making will be the safer they'll probably be just there the, the less oppression the less like secretiveness it's like right. i always say like christians i i had friends that would get their girlfriends pregnant and then they wouldn't get an abortion i'm like you already fucking fucked up once <laughs> fuck up twice oh, i can't over fuck here up. well that's already like i think you're already going to hell right so before you get there maybe have a better life no we ignore no drinking no yeah well, that we don't care about. no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> People pick and uh, choose. I decided. I no, decided people pick and choose. A lot of the Muslims from former Yugoslavia, so Bosnians and yeah. Albanians, they all drink. Yeah. And they're Muslim. Mm-hmm. Strict Muslim. They all drink. Mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting. People, people are not good at the religion. <laughs> they're not good at it. That joke I did about Islam. Um, it's like most of them don't pray. Most of them are not good at it. Most of them right. 
I will, um, but T.I., my only issue when I read it was it's such an archaic way, not because of the thinking of it, but physically, if you're an active person, your hymen rips. I played soccer once from 5 to 17. I didn't have a hymen. I heard you missed three games <laughs> when your hymen ripped. She had a torn hymen. <laughs> it's on the disabled list. Uh, yeah, it's just the, I, yeah, it's I a don't, weird. No, it's archaic. It's it's, it's uh, very. Someone texted me and said it's uh, medieval, which it's I agree. Super medieval. Yeah, it's uh, like uh, when they fuck your wife and you put the bloody sheets outside your yeah, house. It's fucking. Of course, it's strange. Me. Do you think I think that's a good? What I was saying is, you no. Know, everyone got real upset. Yeah. Like in like insane like and they think that like they're educating me or something. It's like, I do you not who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Like this young women were like, yeah, bro. Oh, sorry, man, throwing a lake, and if she floats, and it's like, oh, shut the fuck up, shut up. Okay, that's me. You know me. The funniest thing is if you go on there, Neil certainly had time. He was like reply, reply, like do not. People think that they're people. just going to yell at. I will crime into the crowd <laughs> and start throwing crime. haymaker. Crime, criming, right and I will crime into crime, the crowd right and in the crime <laughs> on your face. Um, yeah. So rest in peace, Ti. <laughs> Again, Ti. Where do we get go? Somebody he, he was friends with Kanye. Then hey, he signed. Hey, no one can just if he has hits, we're fine. Again, no one cared about him signing a white woman to do a minstrel show. I mean, they who, did eventually, but... Who also trashed him at that tweet. She was like... Her response was, uh, typical, he's very overly controlling with women. I know firsthand. I'm like, yeah, Iggy. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just go back yeah. wherever. Yeah. Wherever you're hanging out. Um, just calm yeah, down. like... I, yes. And God forbid... God forbid. <laughs> just God go. forbid. As someone's like, well, as you should know... Good parenting. I go, good parenting changes every 15 years. So it's true. the fuck are you talking about? Like people will say things like that factual. People can't stand up under any cross-examination. Because I said to I said to a bunch of people, okay, so at what age is it up to them? Right. Your child's sexuality. What age? And what I was said, the is it 16, 14, 12, 10? What's the age? And what were the responses? Uh well, you're not going to uh, believe this, but someone accused me of thinking about pedophilia with what? that question, which is like, no, of course you're going to say that because that's what else are you going to say? Because you can't actually right. answer the question. But I looked it up and this is interesting. Hmm. You know, you there's no uh, legal age. Two consenting eight year olds can have sex. Yeah. There's no there's no laws against people the same age. Right. So. According to a lot of the people who were tweeting at me, cool. If the, it's consensual and they're they are are they're in into it. Oddly enough, this is not fully related, but the amount America has a very high rate of child brides, mostly in the South. Higher than we think, probably right. A lot higher. It twelve, thirteen, marry and adults, adult men marrying young women. Yeah, because legally. You know, you get your parents' uh, permission, and then and you can marry them legally at any age. Not any age, I but mean, I think yeah. it's like 12 or, or something. Something. But yeah, people just Especially go in like... Especially that It's liberal people belt. go like... Uh, one guy said that he considers making his kids tell him the truth 
a form of bullying, which is like... <laughs> what? I want that kind of fucking... That's one of the most liberal things I've ever heard Dude, in my life. I want that parent. Yeah, yeah this bullying. is unfair. You're bullying me. So is the court bullying you? So are the subpoenas they sent to the White House, are they bullying the White House? That's literally what the White House would have you believe. President. That guy bullying. would be like, Ugh, I gotta yeah. go. Uh, just insane. So wait, it, but you, since you are older, I want to know what old school parenting things that are archaic now were they taught? Like, do you remember my any? parents? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I my it was like let your kids cry through the night. Can't, let your kids cry is an old school one yeah. where you don't don't um, don't pick them up. I mean, I don't even know. I, you know, no seatbelts, all that shit. Or uh, there was that one campaign that would be like, do you know where your child is? It's 10 p.m. Yes. Hmm. I heard it one night. It was the best. <laughs> what? This is, I'll never forget this. I'm probably, this is probably 1986. <laughs> and I'll never forget this voice over the guy goes, it's 11 p.m. Do you know where your children are? Hmm. <laughs> he added the hmm. One night locally in Philly. That's the fucking best. So funny. Uh, just a guy having a blast uh, in the booth. Just a guy letting loose in the booth. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, my dad hit. I mean, it's like it was an old. Fa- it wasn't my. I was raised in a. T- I was raised. I might as well have been raised in the 1930s. <laughs> I don't even. I'm not even kidding. Like the same rules applied. Like my dad one time said. All he was he remembers in school reading that all you had to do was provide your kids food and shelter. And I was like, you know, the government can do that. Just <laughs> yeah. FYI. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and he beat the shit out of me. Well, mm. now we have things they're called helicopter parenting and there was a lot of that thrown at me. Yeah, but people advocate for it. Right. Too. Uh, but what I don't understand is how helicopter too do close. you know. You don't know what the fuck you're... T- None of these people know, and everyone's guessing. Everyone's so all guessing. these people that were trying to shame me, I would hit them with a follow-up question, and they would just fold. Because they didn't... I was like, what age? What's the right age? Well, it changes. So if they... One person said, if they have pubic hair, if they have their periods, I'm like, so you're checking for pubes, or you're, you're like... Your daughter having a period, that's somehow... That generally you, happens around 13. Right. You're taking their word for it. So, okay. So, girls can start having sex at 13. It's just... That's what a lot of people decided. It was all these people trying to shame me for asking a very basic question, and then none of them had an answer. None of them. Nobody yeah. had an answer. My friend Daniel Radoff, who writes for The Daily Show, had like good answers. But even his was a little like, we just try to be honest with them. <laughs> And then we tell them <laughs> that we care about them. It's <laughs> like we make the best choices. It's, uh, you know, a lot. Pe- force works. Shame works and force works. Also, no one's getting it fully right. And I wonder the percentage of uh, uh, therapy sessions that go back to parenting. Their yeah, parents. I spoke to a, the, my friend who's father of two said T.S. thing medieval. But he's like, I started, he's like, you hope college, I started when I was 14 and that's too soon. But it's like, anybody's like, I'm fine, but it's too soon. It's like, I don't don't fucking know. Anybody pregnant, what does it mean? What does an early uh, loss of virginity mean? Uh, 
it doesn't portend anything. You know, it's not like, well, if you the people who lose it at 14, they have shorter life outcome. Like, right. I don't there's I don't think there's any studies. There's saying, no studies for or against because the argument could be made. What is it? Why is he so hell bent on keeping her virgin? Yeah. There's, it's but again, hell, I, be that's see you you turn it into a feminist. You're talking about Ti or anyone who a wants feminist. their. No, no, I'm just saying that. Why is he so invested in keeping her virgin? Who Ti? Because the longer your child waits, the better uh, decisions they can make. I'm sure that's not why he's doing. It. I'm sure it's a dumb a religious, sexist religious reason. Yeah. But that doesn't disqualify the fact. That she will also probably make more informed decisions yeah. when she's 18 than she will at 15. Yeah. So who gives a shit? Obviously, I don't think he's causing... I think probably him going to prison did more trauma than... <laughs> again, somebody said I was anti-black for that because you know, because uh, only black people go to prison. And uh, if a white person had gone to prison, I wouldn't have brought it up. Right. You um, would have bring it. You yeah, know me. Yeah. Um, so, he's racist. So yeah. So God forbid it be for the wrong reasons if it's the if it's the same outcome it's your 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 intention is everything no it isn't outcomes are everything yeah um i'm done with this guy also careful what you say on a podcast di damn the funny thing is he just mentioned it and it went wild he wasn't it's, by the way it also sounded should... like he was kidding i will say that i listened to it when you it sounded listen. like he was kidding like it was did you heard it did you hear it? Uh, no, I didn't hear it. I just read it. It but sounds then... like he's joking. Oh, okay. he doesn't go like, and we. He's like, we go every year. I leave a note on her door. Also, Ti jokes around a lot. He does. Uh-huh. So it feels now people are pulling clips from Ti and the Family Hustle, saying, "I don't really care if my son loses virginity, but my daughter cannot." You know these different clips from the show. Yeah, like, yeah, it makes sense. Men I don't have think very he's lying. archaic feelings about women and sex and it's cave shit shit. and as i've said on here before the idea of sexual positivity is a brand new thing predicated on the birth control pill because the sex positive cave woman wasn't getting fucked by a lot of (laughs) people she wasn't like yeah i fucked og and i'm a fuck glock too like no she that you would get men to fuck you by acting like you were the only one they were the only one you want to fuck. So that persists in both men. Well, persists definitely in men wanting that and women want it to not be that, which is fine. And God bless you. But there's going to be, uh, there's going to be a grace period where people are like, what? Where TI is going to be out here checking hymen. Um, um, Bianca, we both saw a feature film. It's a net Netflix picture boy did we see it and uh it's a three hour ten minute f- film which i didn't fucking know when i bought which the you did not realize and was a little horrified because i planned to go home we're talking about the irishman before we go any further talking about the irishman starring I- joe pesci robert de niro al pacino al pacino and sebastian maniscalco, sebastian maniscalco. uh your thoughts bianca well, just uh, the movie was eight forty-five. I got out at nine, at twelve thirty. It's three ten. It might be three twenty. I was kind of horrified. I bought every snack like I was on a desert island. I'm sure. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. eat all of them. <laughs> Anyways, um, I liked it. 
Yeah, it's great. You liked it. Yeah. I I don't know anybody who really did. It's like not. It. It's long, but it's long. it's, re, it's good. It's fucking like. I will say that I thought Pesci was way better than De Niro and Pacino. Pesci was so not. I feel like I'm used to Pesci and JFK. And he was so good. Yeah. He was so fucking Uh, good. Yeah, he was. He's a very good actor. I like the pace of the film. I like that it took its time telling the story. Yeah. To get every detail. It was the only film that felt like. I didn't obviously read the book that it's based on, but it felt very. Well, it was novelistic in that it was sort of like a slightly meandering, Mm. tangential. Like Sebastian is in it and is great. He's so fucking And uh, he plays, somebody asked me what he plays and I go, do you remember his joke about when he go out dancing? Dancing. And and the girls would go, we girls would go, uh, you're funny, and I go. I know <laughs> he was basically that person, the guy from that joke. He was uh in the movie, and uh, he was like a tasteful caricature of an Italian dude. Yeah, uh, as a person, that's who he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, he uh, but he was fucking so funny, and he uh, he got to do like a De Niro thing. He got to go back and forth repetitive dialogue with De Niro. So cool. Uh, or no, with Pesci. His first scene, he like shits on Pesci. Oh yeah, and then he walks uh, yeah, over and then, to him, and then he like shit. He like a perfect scene. You're gonna walk in, shit on Joe Pesci, and then you and De Niro are gonna need to come to an understanding via very little dialogue. And then he, yeah, says something rude to De Niro. Yeah. Then he says something to you, get the fuck the out of here. Yeah, which feels like he probably improv, uh, yeah. just cause. Um, and uh, and he was great, and the movie. It was a it was great. It was about I mean it's what I'm always espousing, which is like we're all gonna die. We're all gonna <laughs> Spoiler die. Spoiler alert. Make it in, make it enjoyable. I'm not saying we're gonna die like we're gonna get murdered. It's just about a guy doing all this shit yeah. and I did this, then I did this, then I did this, then I did this, then I did this. I end up in a room in a fucking nursing home. Yeah. Full, period the end uh okay what i didn't like about it yep was that motif of his daughter it just felt i like that she I'll... just was staring no. at every pivotal pivotal moment of her disappointment with him yeah i just felt like it could have been you missed it else. you missed what the subtext subtext Which was was Pesci molested her. Oh my god, I did. Pe- Pesci molested her, and Pacino didn't. Yeah, and De Niro. She blamed De Niro for the Pesci part. What? That that to me is what we, I I I definitely whether she blamed that's, that's why she wouldn't alert. speak to Pesci. She would just st- scowl at him so, with Pacino. I and thought, Pesci would just look back at her like you know what are you gonna do? I thought. After he, after she went with her father and saw how fucking crazy her father was at the store owner, uh-huh. I thought she was just scared of him and knew that they were similar. Right. And but, just and then no, if I Joe just Pesci didn't know. had molested her, what do you think he would have done to Joe Pesci? No, of course. If, that, she, that told, told, if she had told Joe Pesci, yeah, if she had told her dad about Joe Pesci. I just thought she was freaked out by them and knew that Al Pacino was the good guy. 
Right, but he but wasn't. That, no, no. But he was in Jimmy the movie, Hoffa. he wasn't. But Jimmy Hoffa was the good guy. I mean, yeah. in her life, yeah, wasn't as you know scrappy, like in a sort of shadow situation yeah. as him. But damn, when you say it like that, that makes so much. That makes more sense. Well, yeah, she would just she wouldn't speak to Pesci. Yeah, she just wouldn't was, speak to him. And uh, Neil, and, so smart. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, look, show me a movie. I'll tell you who molested who. <laughs> um, secret power. And Ray Romano was in it. He was good. He, he looked was... exactly like the fucking guy. Did exactly. he? Exactly. I don't even know what the guy looked like. I re- I did the whole oh, research after. I will say, mm, if you like the movie, don't do the research. Oh, yeah. I won't do that. I don't care. Yeah. I, a lot of people don't believe De Niro's I don't. I don't. It's a it. theory. I. It's. It's. It's a theory. I don't believe that that's what happened. No. 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 Um, but they. I guess he just. They're like, yeah, he was a cr- criminal, but no, nah, he didn't do any of that stuff. So yeah. it's interesting that he writes a book. I don't know. It's one of those things. It's fun to not know. I don't really yeah. care. It doesn't ruin the movie, but it is also life's too short to check out two versions of a story when you are. I just like. I don't care. I don't, like. You know. Okay. Nothing. Uh, the uh, also the older I get, the more I'm like, there's no definitive story. True. There's like not not like there's a fucking deep state. I just mean, <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah, maybe I'm sure it's in the area. You have different people recall shit differently. It was just interesting to me because it happened so far before my time, and they really, you know, they say the names and how they died. That ha- that, that was, was such a good device, and I like the font they used because it was it looked like a uh, law and order. Font. It looked like the editor put it on and they were like, I'll eh, leave it. <laughs> that just looked like a shitty font that they used. <laughs> My worry is how, if people are going to be able to sit through it on Netflix. So, it, you, it's, it's long. It's very good. It's, it is very good. And those guys are all big stars. They're all very appealing. But it's going to be a fucking slog. Okay. If you watched... How long into that movie, if you were on your couch, would you have done something or been on your phone? I don't know. I almost wish that if they broke it up into three parts, people could binge. Then they go, I'm binging it. Isn't that so funny? I mean, on it, they would, you'd be more likely to get people to binge it than, than that's so smart. If they broke it in, if but they, they did it in hour right, segments, it would never, win every fucking award. Marty will never agree to that. No way. It doesn't no. seem like, don't touch uh, me. I have a name dropping story. This I, is kind of about Marty. Me Marty. I'll tell you why. Uh, 2005, um, I think. The DGA Directors Guild was honoring Oprah mm. and Mike Nichols. And Dave was the MC. And so we went and after and I met Mike Nichols, who's an amazing director. Yeah. Rest in peace, truly great guy. Uh and and then met uh Scorsese and De Niro. And Scorsese was like, uh, Bob, I was, uh, I was watching these. Uh, I, was, I turned on the TV. I was shooting my movie, The Aviator. And uh, I see uh, this guy, points to Dave, on TV. And he says, uh, uh, hey, what can I say about that suit that hasn't already been said about Afghanistan? <laughs> it was from a sketch. And he's trying to get De, De Niro to laugh. And De Niro's just like, mm. <laughs> just, like fucking nothing. Just, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we all said hi. And... Um, and I told De Niro, uh, continued success. <laughs> like our best of, literally the best of luck or continued success, which is a very dumb thing to say to a 
one of the great actors of our time. <laughs> that's so, uh, like but I honestly card. believe Pesci killed both those guys. Like in a it, acting wise, I think he was he just out. I thought De Niro came in second. Pacino can't do small anymore. He can't like Pesci was really beautifully small. Oh, he took his time with that character. That's why it was so good. Yeah, nothing was rushed. He was so patient with that. Yeah, material was so fucking good. Yeah, it was really and, impressive. And uh, never yelled. No, that was the scary part. Yeah, uh, never yelled and and uh, yeah, Pacino just can't. He's like jumped. His, I mean, I did that joke in three mics where all he can play now is like hurricanes. <laughs> like I'm playing a hurricane. Like what do you, what <laughs> he can only play big now. Uh, and De Niro wasn't bad. De Niro's better than he's been. Do you know, were you alive to like know what Jimmy Hoffa's cadence was? I would hear about him, but no, he was, I think he was dead by the time I was alive. Do you think, do you know, from what you know, do you think it was similar close? To like how we talk. Uh, no, because even Pacino's accent went in and out. It did. Like he would it do. It was mid- Midwestern. <laughs> it was Chicago. Then it wasn't. Then it was New York. Then it was Chicago. Then it was like, all right, guys, you got to figure <laughs> this out. Um, My only thing that bothered me was that De Niro, this is dumb, but he just didn't look fucking Irish to me at all. No. Well, you know what that is. She's not Irish. I know. I and think they gave him blue contacts, but they didn't really work. No, it was dark, kind of a dark. Yeah, it was movie. like. And they're just like, you know, the Irishman. I'm the like, he fucking looks Irish. More Italian than I, anybody. I did do a joke on stage that it might still work. It's got. I've tried it twice, but it's that's the the great. The, there's a lot of inner racial racism yeah. it's racism within whites right like hey he's dutch <laughs> and like fucking this and everybody knows what all the white right. people know what they mean everybody else is like oh, it just seems white right uh but every group has them like black people Isn't have it an their old joke i have the it's kind of a, it's, it's it like would a, replace the joke i yeah. have but every group has like asians have mm. japanese are atop then korean then Chinese, Chinese by default, though, and then and then the jungle Asians, jungle Bobby Asians. and Ali. Cole. <laughs> I, when he um, says that, it's what are the good. what are the top? Oh, the top the top black people are uh, African. Yeah, but they, which part? Well, you know, you think once you come to America, it's American all black person, like a Creole black person, would think an African had African, anything on them. African people do not. Is what's the accepted wisdom? What do you mean? Accepted wisdom from in, whose perspective? In, in, from whose if perspective? you vote, if black people voted, black people in America, and okay. said, "What is what's the black pecking order?" Oh, just with black people, it would be based on skin color for sure. It would just be lighter Light to darkest, to dark, yeah, for sure. But Africans, when they come here, they really try to um, differentiate themselves from well, black yeah. people, and they're like, yeah, "We like, are no, no, Africans." No, Please, 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 please. They please. make a big difference, and they're very snooty, and they look down upon. Yeah, they don't pick them up if they have cab drivers. <laughs> if they cab, no, for real, like they would. What they, in New York, African cab drivers would not pick up black people. You didn't know that's like a no, I didn't know that. Yeah, no that's Brooklyn. Fucked up. That was the thing. No Brooklyn. No that Brooklyn. Was, yeah, that's what they would say. That's cold blooded. Yeah. There's so many African people in Brooklyn. Well, there aren't. <laughs> 
They're taking the train there because <laughs> uh, they ain't getting a ride, homie. Oh, my God. That's funny. Uh, so the Irishman is a Neil gives it a thumbs up. We Bianca feel it. It, it was it. really, it's just a, like Martin Scorsese is maybe the greatest sequence director of all mm. time. Does he do Music it? and sequence and push in and whip and push in on this person and voiceover and credits and the best. It's not even, it's not, it's, there's really no close second. I can't, th- like Danny Boyle's done it a little bit, but nobody, I'm sure there's somebody I'm forgetting. Fincher. Nobody, he kind of created it mm. um, and is no one's beat him. I mean, Guy Ritchie, but uh, I don't, somehow it doesn't count. Uh, I think you can get through it if it's too long. You can just do, I like watching movies, you know, I'll pick it up tomorrow. It'll stick to with you. That's the good news. It's like, you're not going to be like, ah, some bullshit. Like You also want to know what the, happens. Yeah, they, that's what There's I mean. something to find yeah. out along the yeah. way. Um, all right, let's, we have many, let's do emails then. It's time to check that email. Emails. You've got mail. Hey, hey. Neil and Binks, I'm a 38-year-old guy in Utah. I was also diagnosed with schizophrenia when I was 16. In the past three years, I lost 60 pounds. Congratulations. Yay. Gotten a degree and obtained a position as a writer for a marketing agency in Salt Lake City with a career salary. In the past, my relationships have been with very large women. I like fuller-figured women. Think Kether Donahue. I don't know who that Ooh. is. Um, but morbidly obese isn't really my game. My dating prospects have never been better. And I've recently had some luck getting dates with attractive, well-educated women online. But my question is, how do I go about disclosing schizophrenia in a dating setting? Until now, I've dated women who didn't have much more choice but to date whoever would date them than I did. Now, I'm in a different arena with more desirable mates. I've only tested the waters, but I'm nervous for when the time comes to disclose. Uh, When, where, and how should I go about it when the moment presents itself? Uh, side question to lovely Bianca if your good girlfriend told you she was dating a schizophrenic how supportive uh, could you see yourself being of that relationship feel free to omit the question if it's too unfair or too many conditions would have to be addressed to answer um, uh, I think I mean the good news is women are schizophrenic too <laughs> woo woo he got us you guys Ow! at Ouch. Neil Brennan <laughs> Um, uh, I think you don't need to address it until you do something schizophrenic. I know that sounds crazy, but like, it's not, if you're medicated. Do you understand schizophrenia enough? I think so. Under medication, is the symptoms, the mental symptoms gone or are they just at bay or are they controllable or I think they're controllable. Does it still have? I think they're controllable and you might have flare ups. That would be my guess. So unless you have a flare-up. scary flare-ups? Are they? If you've considered knives scary. Um, <laughs> do I do? Uh, I don't know. I think it varies. It's not, there is not, there's no one uh, thing that happens. I also think, I don't, that's a hard one because I don't know what it looks like. I don't, I, to your point, I don't know what he means by schizophrenic. If it's right. like, I won't recognize you, I won't. I don't know. I think I don't think you want to wait. I don't think you want to do it too early. No. Do you think 
I mean, if I was him, I would bait and switch. Oops, not very, not very honest. Right, but, but how? What is that? So I mean, six I'm, months, a year. No, I would just make sure there was some charm, some chemistry, mm-hmm. and then I would tell them. Can't tell them too early; they'll get scared away. If yeah, I, if and, I start really liking it, maybe after a month of or two of really hanging out. Here's what I would. How about when you really like them? I think it has to be when they really like you. <laughs> Just so they'll weather the storm, maybe. Also, you got to really explain it. If yeah. someone said, hey, I have schizophrenia. It shows up like this and this. It's never been violent. I never had this. Yeah. I, I will remove myself. So if I'm maybe distant for a week, that's what that is. Or something palpable or, you know, I can eat. I'm like, okay, I can digest this information. Yeah. Fine. But if you have violent schizophrenia, I guess I don't if know If you're enough. violent, I don't even, I don't think that's. I think, I think you need to deal with that before you date anybody. Right. It might be a little selfish to. But deal schizophrenia with- doesn't really. I don't think violence is the really? main thing. I don't know though. So because I do read a lot of murder stuff, and some people will be I schizophrenic thing, and then- schizophrenic. I think is like you think you're somebody else, right? You behave as somebody, or you have abnormal behavior. That I I heard a lot of lineup that isn't congruent with who you are i thought of it as voices in your head telling you to do certain things that you can't get out of your head yeah i watched this report and they tried to simulate it was like a video game simulation of how it is to be schizophrenic schizophrenia can you hit that audio can we hear it schizophrenia <laughs> oh, I thought they would say like, it. Oh, okay, that's how I that's how I thought you said it. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know. What does it say? Schizophrenia. I can't read that. Strange speech. Abnormal behavior, strange speech, and a decreased ability to understand reality. Schizophrenia. I mean I don't think you ever tell her I'm kidding. Other symptoms may include false beliefs, unclear or confused thinking, hearing voices that do not exist, reduced social engagement and emotional expression, and a lack of motivation. People with schizophrenia often have additional health problems such as anxiety, depression, substance use disorders. Symptoms typically come and go come on gradually, begin in young adulthood, and in many cases never resolve. I don't know, man. I don't I just I I think you gotta play it by ear. Yeah, I'm really confused about schizophrenia. My friend's brother has it, and he went to the beach with us. And the whole time, I was, I was like, "Hi, like, hey, how are you?" I'm like, fuck, it's so hi. normal. You started Everything brushing was- his hair. Hi, <laughs> hi, monster, monster. Um, no, but he does this thing where when he he's getting a flare up, he starts freezing bricks of ice and leaving them around the outside of the house. And yeah. We went to his house and there was all these bricks of ice. We'll come back later. Anyways, yeah. That's, so. Yeah, that's wild. If you're doing that, I, I think, by the way, there's a great documentary called Tell Me Who I Am, which is on Netflix, and I'm not going to say anything else about it other okay. than just fucking watch it. But you, when would you want someone to tell you is that what I would <sighs> tell the guy? Right the fuck away. And I feel like I'm... That's unfair to people with mental health. Of course. Yeah. I feel unfair. This I know. Guy What's wrote funny a though, with an STD, I think you'd feel differently, right? What do you mean? Would you Don't bait and switch me? with an STD or tell me immediately? If I had like some STD that would affect you? Yeah. 
I think I have to. I think I wouldn't be able to have sex without telling you. Yeah. Not. I wouldn't tell you immediately. But if we were going to have Sch- sex, what if you had schizophrenia? <laughs> well, I wouldn't tell you immediately. But right. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Well, that's the the question that we're saying. Of like, when do you tell somebody? I have no. That's what that movie tell me. Tell me who I am is about. It's really a conundrum. P. Also, the PR with schizophrenia is very bad. So. I well, think a lot of people they're don't... freezing bricks. What do you want? <laughs> what do you, how can I spin that? How could I possibly spin that? Hi. Sometimes I freeze bricks. <laughs> say hi. Tentatively say hi to somebody with schizophrenia today. Hi. hi. Goodbye. Um, all right. Go to this real MVP question. You've got mail. Hey, Binoka, Big fan from New Zealand. Uh, just got a question for you guys. Um, I'm of the opinion mixed race people make the best looking people. Uh, hence Bianca. And I just want to know who your guys are interracial mvp would be so who would you drop into any country and they increase the attractiveness of that country um not like the armchair psychologist that right into your show more about my theory i believe in it i trust it so here's something i prepared earlier this is milan um his mum's from iran i'm from new zealand i think we did pretty good yeah uh so yeah i'd just like to know your guys who would you pick my uh, my dark horse is the Filipinos, and my go-to is Scandinavians. Okay, thanks, guys. What the hope is? I like the term dark horse. What the hope is? Also, why did he was why did he just with that accent? All that shit sounded racist. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I thought <laughs> dark, it was horse. dark horse. Dark horse. Dark uh, horse. I mean, I, that's compliment. kind of confusing question, but I think he, he's, he's saying, saying what race makes the what best. race makes every race better. I'm inclined to go with the top of the japanese pyramid that only looks good with white and korean asian and white fantastic asian and black can look very weird asian and black yeah but but that's like hoppas it can look weird on black and white i mean any black if you get red the problem when black people mix is when you if it's if they're red bones Then Except that's for when our, they get our baby boob. I know, Blake. But Blake, you could make a case. He's I think Blake looking. had a joke. Like, am I good looking? No one knows. <laughs> like, right? If Blake was five two, do we yeah, still want to be like, him? all right? Help, I do. Hey, can you fix well, my computer? <laughs> um, uh, He's cute. You look like you work at Best Buy. <laughs> hey, young man. Um, yeah, like if you. But if he's saying definitive, a definitive. Uh, additive that's gonna make that entire <laughs> that entire gene pool better. Let's split up black and white. So for white people and black people. Fine, I'll speak for black people as always. Of course, <laughs> typical white man. Uh, no, uh, I would go with. I think I, for me, Japanese for me again. And what I like about the stereotypical Japanese Korean woman: lustrous hair. Mm. Uh, nice shaped eyes and good skin. Of yeah. course, I'm completely generalizing. Yeah, but don't add us. Don't add us. Yeah, uh, that's to white people. To black people, you go. Okay, black people. In a weird way, Latin and black. I think it looks really pretty. Judges it. I mean, bit. you could say black. I if for white people, I would put black people probably second. Oh, black people behind. make white people look bomb. Yeah, 
behind, well, or are white people making black people look bummed? Mm, no. Are we fighting? <laughs> I'll fight you. All right. But you know what I mean? Like, who's you. adding to who? It's a 50 50. Because um, you're still brown. Who is? I'm just, I'm not, it's, I'm like making shit up. Uh, I would put, yeah, I would go, I would go Asian, black, lat, Latin. That's pretty much everybody, right? Who am I missing? I think Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern. Yeah, I don't, people, there aren't that many mixed Middle Eastern people. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's not like, that many white Middle Eastern mixes that I, that I can draw from and go, they're blank. Like, um, the Hadid twins, Bell Hadid and Gigi. Oh, there. Okay, that's a very good. That's a great submission. Thank Binky? you. Thank the you. Banks. Yeah, but you're not just Middle Eastern white. I'm not Middle Eastern white. You're right. That I'm um, not. Um, black people, I think, Latin, white, very good. Latin and white. Yeah. They end up looking kind of just Latin. Yeah, like, but. White and black ends up being like a, their own thing. Their own race. Whereas Latin and white, they just look Latin. And Asian and white, they look like in the right mix. They look. They look white with big eyes. Yeah. Or something. something. They look something. They kind of look like their own thing, too. I also think half this is like the most on pc conversation oh well i think half like hoppas japanese and white women tend to look better than guys sometimes it looks what are hoppas hoppas half japanese half white oh got it the girls to me are always super stunning mm-hmm. they get all the what best about of the both. guys Bianca? they can be i don't know the ratio kind of i but some of the i think the really handsome japanese guys are some of them are mixed I, I handsome Japanese really guys, they don't even need to be mixed. Handsome Japanese guys look. Yeah. They're just a little short, but sorry. it's fine. Sorry, guys. Now no, let's talk fine. about who makes the smartest. That's all we care about. I'm really. kidding. No, no, I'm kidding. Like, let's get into some eugenics. <laughs> Seriously. Who should we kill? Fucking natural selection. Who should we kill? Goodbye. Go to the next question of audio. You've got mail. Hello, Neil and. Hello, Neil and. Hello, Neil and. Hello, Neil and. Hello, Neil and Binky. I was wondering what you guys think about Kanye's new album. Much love and cheers from Bulgaria. Ooh, Bulgaria. Ooh, Bulgaria. Uh, Very nice place to vacation. It's the first Kanye album that I didn't listen to. Immediately? I I went to the Sunday service. It was fucking great. Yeah. You didn't take Uh, me. I remember. Yeah. And uh, it was great. I don't care. I don't want to hear an album about Jesus. I told somebody he might as well made a Harry Potter album. <laughs> I just don't care. I don't. And I also like his album before I listened to twice. I listened. It's the only. I mean, this is a guy that whose music I love. He's like my favorite rapper ever. I. He's my favorite all in. He's my favorite hip hop performer ever. I, you know what I mean? I can't say like just rhymes, right. but like producing culture <laughs> all in. Like Decathlon. I listen Graffiti. to it. I'm kidding. <laughs> the four Break elements dancing. of hip hop. Breakdancing. <laughs> um, he, okay, I listened to it. I really think he should have just gone back to his roots, produced it, and let the choir sing. Because... The beats are really good, and then you have these good elements. And it's like, da-da-da, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It's, 
it's like, oh, I again, I I listened to one song. It was like I'm not doing this. It was like God for Jesus, God for Jesus. I'm like, I'd rather listen to DC Talk. Yeah, it's it's like my it's like when your friend becomes P-O-D. born again Christian. It's just like, all right, man. Well, let's just wait for this to be over. It's not someone who's religious. Even let's just take religious music. At least they blend it. Like, a, give me a POD yeah. or a creed. It was like Jesus, Jesus, yeah. Jesus, Jesus. Trick me. Yeah, trick me into loving yeah. it. Uh, so yeah, so, so that's our feeling. Pr- it's a, production good. It's a. Lyrics. It is a. It is a shame. Yes. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> You've got mail. Uh, I got a predicament, but it is a first for me. I've been dating my girlfriend for three months. Things are going great, but I wouldn't be writing in there if there wasn't a catch. I cannot stand her best friend. <laughs> Aww. Let me preface this by saying I have no ill will towards this friend. Well, it seems like you do, though. But for having problems. But she isn't exactly fun to be around. The friend comes from a broken home, has all sorts of issues and trauma, and relies on my girlfriend for all our emotional needs. We always have to do what the friend wants to do as to avoid triggering her. We can only talk about her life and what is going on with her, and there's always a sort of trauma. Uh, And we have to avoid most topics of conversation because everything upsets her in some way. This goes for all current events and most shows and movies. Uh, to make matters worse, she hates all my friends because we all we have a very roasty sense of humor and mm. she's far too sensitive for that. Um, this is a great relationship and I don't want to ruin it by saying the wrong thing or make her choose between me and her friend, but w- what do I do? Also, he says, I know I can't tell my girlfriend I hate being around her best friend. Why not? Yeah, I don't think you... I, well... You can't say it like that, but you can... This is not a hostage situation, and if it is, do something. Right. If it is, there's a bigger problem. But a lot of times it is. If you tell a, a mate that you don't like their friends, that means I don't. You're gonna have to. Oh yeah, it's a little. At a certain point, it's hanging. like, well, not now, but eventually, you're gonna have to make a decision about that one. Can he just remove himself from the hangout? I. No, so so many times your boyfriend isn't hanging out with you and your best friend. So yeah, well, that's that well, be that, a, the bigger problem is with him and his girlfriend. The bigger yeah, that problem is be, that yeah, they have 100%. to hang out all the time. It's like, uh, you know, I had a girlfriend and a therapist tell me one time uh, that the this is you, this is her, and the, the middle is the Venn diagram. Yeah. Two circles, two concentric circles. Um, and uh, the middle is the, that's the relationship. That's and the relationship. So you do all this other shit, and then you come back to the little, the concentric part. And I, when a girlfriend told me that like 15 years ago, and I was like, yeah, but we'll never hang out. Which is like, all right, well, then don't date her. Wait, I'm sorry, not saying, why wouldn't you she hang was, out? Because. Oh, there was something up I was with like, that. If, I, if you tell me I don't have to do this shit with you, I'm not doing any of this shit with you. Right. Because I don't want to do any of this shit with you. So then you end up having two different lives. So it's like, and what do you do? Just like go, I saw that person. Then I had dinner with these people, and then I had like you. If you don't, in, you need to integrate certain parts. But to, or for survival, find someone I that's more compatible. That's the other thing is because you like documentaries. Yes, I like documentaries. So yeah. let's say we were dating. I would go to my friend's party because I know you wouldn't want to fucking go. Mm-mm. And then I just come home. We get food and watch documentaries. Yeah, and we fuck. <laughs> he wants to fuck her so bad. Okay. My, um, don't fuck with my hymen. Okay. <laughs> Uh, um, no, I'll, I know a way to do it without <laughs> your father. How many girls in like 1920 were told that? Yeah. I know uh, how to sleep uh, in. Yeah, anal. 
Oh yeah. That's what that's like what do they call it? I'm a I'm a it's like a Salt Lake City virgin or something. There's some <laughs> term for it. Um, that's so yeah. funny. Uh, Salt Lake City Version. So Yeah, you're right. It's totally it's about, between It's him. about the two of them. You got to you got to you got to figure out if you have enough in common and you like being around her enough to be happy to see her go. I all sometimes I think it's like when a couple's really touchy and grabby and it, it a lot of that's it's a part of that's insecurity. insecurity yeah. And like, no, no, no we're great. <laughs> we're no, we're not going to break up. Look at how right. fucking hard I'm squeezing her. So yeah. My favorite couples are the ones at parties or gatherings that aren't talking to each other. Yeah. And then when they see each other, it's still good. Yeah. Like, good. Yeah. You're, you're not like, a fucking you unit. I did good. <laughs> Great. Me too. That's not, it doesn't have to be like, mm, you don't have to be doing a prom picture all the time. <laughs> it's like, mm, so then we, we decided. So we're working on a renovation right now. Just, ugh. You yeah. You got to chat with her. That girlfriend also needs, your girlfriend needs to put boundaries. It's a boundary issue. Um, also, these people seem young. Yeah, it seems like any girl that would do it's that they're not gonna last. The two girls aren't gonna last, and yeah, the guy and the girl aren't gonna last unless he has to get okay with just like letting her go and then right. like see it, see it back at the mystery machine. Like, <laughs> I'll see you later on. Have a great time. Yeah. I, I don't. A buddy of mine was telling me a guy was telling me that it's a kind of an old joke among men, but. That women want to control how much fun you have, and they don't want you to have fun without them. <laughs> and uh, this this seems like that's happening. It's like I'm not having fun, so yeah. So guess who else having, is it? Yeah, you're not allowed to have fun unless I sanction it. That's weird. It's not, but it's it might be weird, but it's very common. I I have friends that can only call me out. when they're like on their way to a show. Oh, yeah. I have girlfriends that only hang out with you when their boyfriend's out of town. Yeah. Like, it's not weird. This is not... It's it's wrong, but it's not... It's very common. If I date a guy who doesn't go out, it gives me anxiety. Not go out, but just go do his own thing. Yeah. It's like, so I'm your thing? Like, no, do. Go. Yeah. Like, have I don't... Yeah. Because you feel like they're, gonna, they're gonna turn on you. Goodbye. Oh, yeah. At some point. They always do. And they will. <laughs> you breathe this Let one. me do this one, yeah. please. Nice and deep. <laughs> You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca. In high school, I read memoirs of a geisha and then dressed up as a geisha for Halloween. On a scale of zero to blackface, how embarrassed should I be about this? Uh, On a scale of zero to blackface, you're a geisha. (laughs) And I think that that is... I mean, I think it's... Did you do the white face? Probably. If you're going to do it, do it. You don't have to do white face. No, no, no. If you're going to do a geisha, let's assume she did the full geisha. Okay. And bound her feet for, <laughs> for 15 years. Um, the, uh, the, yeah, it's too bad. I, the, but there is a difference between geisha and blackface. Like, yeah. like black, it black, it's slavery. It's not that geishas weren't slaves. They were, they were sex slaves, but there was like, sort of a weird spiritual mm. or nobility aspect to it which is wrong but at least they thought that um also it's a hot look they look cute um yeah so i don't there there's not it's not based on humiliation when right. white people do blackface it's based on Fucking humiliating it, black people nailed um, it although the 1619 podcast about blackface is riveting yeah, i think it's episode 3 
um, of the 1619. What, can you give me a little preview? I, a guy was going to like a talent show or a concert or something and saw a black farmer or like sharecropper or possibly slave singing like, you know, deep spiritual black person sang back then. And he's like, fucking, I should do that. And then put, went, got some whatever, put it on his face and got nine standing ovations. (laughs) Nine, Nine standing ovations. Killed. And I think his name was Jim Crow. I could be wrong, but I think... Jim Crow is a character in a, in a novel. I don't think that's right. I could be wrong about mm-hmm. that, too. Look up Jim Crow, Will. Jim Crow is like a like a handicapped sort of jolly dude. Jim Crow was a divisive... Brief history of Jim Crow. Theater character. Oh, okay, good. Ethnic depiction in accordance with ten contemporary wild ideas of African Americans and their culture. Yeah, that guy. Uh, that, that. Character was based on a trickster named Jim Crow. Okay, all right. So he's, uh, yeah, he's a character. Yeah. Um, anyhow, this guy—I don't know what this guy's name—but um, murdered as well, in blackface. Let's just be honest. In the world of comedy, if something's murdering, you don't keep doing it. Yeah. People love blackface back then. They That's what it. I it when I steal jokes, I tell people, "Look, it works." <laughs> Joke thief. Um. Yeah. The. Uh, yeah, it also wasn't comedy. It was they were just like they were moved by the singing. Mm. They were moved by the way he sang. They were just moved by like he's belting. Yeah. Um so so yeah, but it's based on it's based on subjugate. It's based on uh, uh, genocide. Like that was So whereas gay I don't think geishas are. I could be wrong. I'm sure somebody will email and But you nailed it with humiliation. It's this ridicule ridicule mocking. To degrade, meant to degrade. I don't think white women are wearing geisha outfits to degrade. But if she wore like a rice farmer hat and buck teeth and made her eyes slanted. Yes. Now now it's funny. (laughs) Now I like it. Now Uh, it's on the scale. Yeah. Uh, that's fucked up. That's a that's closer. That's a nine on the blackface scale. <laughs> ten being blackface. Um, I'm trying to think of a ten being the movie Radio, with starring Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh no, <laughs> he is black though. Um, yeah. Uh, right, but he's wearing buck teeth and like he's holding so a radio. Um, <laughs> Uh, I can't imagine you watching that. I never watched radio. We had a joke about on Chappelle show that we cut about radio. Oh no. What was it? It's too like, remember when they were, we did like a pixie character that, and then we ended up cut. It ended up being on the lost episodes. We had it. We wrote it in where the pixie appeared in the movie radio. (laughs) And the line was like, I was on the fence about this one, but eventually it was the teeth that got me. (laughs) Goodbye. All right. Uh, let's do an audio. You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca. It's Camille, James's sister, again. So yeah. I quit my social media about two Hong years Kong, ago, and I've never looked back. But I'm curious about the two of you. What would it ever take for you to quit social media? Would you do it at all? Is it too important for your careers and personal brand? I quit because of concerns about privacy and my mental well-being and 
my time. Also, I work in tech and I just kind of don't trust these guys. How does Neil feel and what is Binky thinking about social media and shutting down your accounts? Thanks. Um, what do you think? I kind of like it. So I just do things I like. I like social media. Not I don't post that much. I'm not yeah. like. Yeah, like, but you like looking at the. No, I like it. I, I Even when I smoke cigarettes, I knew it was bad for me. But I remember thinking, I'm going to stop when I don't want to do it. Yeah. And I did, too, like at 18. I, yeah, I think yeah. that in, 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 I do like it. It is fun to be funny. No one it's wants to admit fun, they like it. It's a fun place to be funny. It's right. another place to be funny. So I like it for that reason. I think... You need it though. As a comedian, I feel like it's very important for your I career. think. I don't like Not so I I'm doing the show in Shanghai on the this it'll be when this airs, it'll be this coming Friday. And I've tweeted about it twice. I don't even know if they have Twitter in Shanghai. They don't. Okay. So I don't it's gotten a thousand hits, the website. So I don't know. Like I don't know if that's from Twitter. I don't know if that's from if there's ad I, I have right. no idea. Instagram, same thing. I'm doing a show. I tweeted. I uh, they don't have Instagram either. <laughs> Hong Kong. Um, I tweeted and Instagram yesterday about my show in Hong Kong, which is this coming Thursday, um, the 14th, I believe. So uh, cool. And and hundred and some people clicked on the link. That's something I can't do. So I do like that, and I do genuinely like making funny videos and funny yeah. memes and all that stuff. Um. I think the downside of it is it's made everyone it's what happened where people use it to virtue signal and woke scold and and, and shame scold and and tr- correct and grandstand and all this stuff. It's like so that I think has been a true problem. And then Facebook having pure misinformation. I don't I I cancel my Facebook. Yeah. I even though they own Instagram. I don't know. What are you gonna do? Um all their policies, did you see him on when he went to the hill? Yeah, he's, got- a, he's a he doesn't understand what he did. He doesn't understand it. He truly is he created a Frankenstein's monster. He and he, he does not There's nothing get he can do about it done. now. And th- that guy Scott Galloway the from from Pivot always says, because there's money in it. There's if there was no money in, He'd be the most in, righteous. Yeah, there's money in letting. If you say we're not going to run political ads, you're saying we don't want a billions, uh, multi-billion dollars, right? A profit. It's like Twitter with Trump. He violates their terms every day, but their stock has doubled. Their values doubled since he since he's been on there all the time, right? So they're a bit like, ah, eh, ah. Eh, what are you going to do? Right. We can't look to these mega corporations to be. They're not going to be righteous, but uh, they need to be, well, they're going to get broken up. I mean, they're just going to, they're fucking themselves because they're going to get, they're going to, they're, some blood is going to be directly on their hands. And I mean, it's already on their hands of WeChat, like the WeChat stuff. uh, They, there was misinformation going out over a hundred, at least hundreds of people died in Myanmar on account of Facebook. Because they would make fake meetups, then kill the people, like, and they would do it via what's. I'm sorry, not WeChat, WhatsApp, and uh, and Facebook. Damn. Yeah, and and Facebook didn't have translators. 
to even know what they were doing. And it's like, hey, shut the fucking site down in Myanmar. I'm going to pronounce it a different, to, different way every Burma. time. Myanmar until I see Burma. one of them has got a bribery right. Um, <laughs> Pronunciation, and, please. Yeah, put, click Myanmar, please. Click on the audio, the audio of Myanmar. Schizophrenia. Damn it, fucking it's fucking Will. Is. I can't believe I keep saying this. I can't believe you do. Myanmar. Myanmar. All right. Myanmar. Uh, so, um, Myanmar. I think Facebook's truly bad. Yeah. I think Twitter is dumb. And so Facebook's bad. Twitter, Twitter's Facebook's dumb evil. and Instagram is... Uh, I think tw- Instagram's influence largely falls on the head of women. Meaning mm-hmm. it fucks women up more than it fucks men up. Yeah. It's constant beauty images and constant. It's like, and it's so fake. Yeah, there's an account called Celeb Face. Uh-huh. It's so good, and they just show everybody who has more than I don't know a million followers or something, influencers, famous people, and they'll just they'll compare the oh, well. They just do close-ups of people's face, but they'll compare the original to the one they posted. Yeah, and it's the slightest. It doesn't even make sense why. It's the the chin gets a little pointier. Right. Well, that's the, the thing where people go. Someone, women will go. So and so had her jaw shaved, and you're like, no. And All then right. You look, like, look at back up. Go back up to that dude in the makeup, James Charles, right there. I mean, his jaws. This just why. Yeah, I know. Mm. But the left one looks legitimately better. But going on and on, I don't know. That to me is a taste issue. Um, I, I speaking mean, of blackface, mean... <laughs> um, the uh, it is a taste issue, but these little slight things, and then we're shown this image, yeah, and they think, so but it's the the scary, it's a it's photo. a cancer in people, which is mm. thinking that it'll be different if you look that way. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the but that's capitalism. That's life. Is grass always greener? And like, uh, if I only, um, yeah, I was talking to somebody. The other, yeah, I won't even say who, but it was just like I was talking about directing commercials, and he's like. You really got to figure it out, huh? And I was like, uh, what? yeah, but you've really got it figured out. <laughs> it was yeah. just like a huge, it was like, what? what? This isn't better, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, you've got mail. I love you guys. As a comedian, you and Binky spend a lot of time with people that are self-hating. How does Neil feel, Binky, thinking about a relationship where both individuals are openly self-hating <laughs> and also individually in therapy to suck less? It feels there's that self hatred again. It feels really good to be accepted and understood for who you are. But in the alternative, do you think it makes both parties more self deprecating? In in that it's sort of adding fuel to the fire. Uh I don't. I don't think I'm not a big um, negger. Excuse me. I told. I said I'm not. I don't like negging my. So you people will go like, don't say that about yourself. Like sometimes, like I'll tweet, I'll text something, and people go like, don't say. That. I'm like, I'm not. I don't it's think fine. I'm. No, yeah, like not, I, I don't. I don't have. Cheeky. I have cheeky. relatively, I think, realistic self esteem at this point in my life. I, mm. I don't think I suck, and I don't think I'm like amazing. I'm just like, all right, some stuff I do is good, and some stuff isn't. Right. And I don't know what it's going to be, and usually it comes down to effort. Uh the outcome and i don't think i'm ugly i don't think i'm beautiful i don't i'm kind of like you know cool i so i don't think that it's good f- for two people to because you don't want to 
encourage the other person's negative right uh tendencies it's like cognitive behavioral therapy when i looked at that list and it was like it's on my twitter and my instagram i think you showed um, it to me yeah it's the the amount of like negative thoughts and black and white thinking and 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 um and disqualifying yourself from things that you're good at and like um, yeah. that's the real me and that's and saying i suck instead of like i made a mistake right there's things like that that i think are you don't want to you don't want to encourage it in the other person no i no i have a healthy amount of confidence i i also though in a weird thing i like i don't trust people who don't say a little bit of self-deprecating things yeah i have friends that every story is a good story about her i i just oh. can't trust her yeah no i don't like that tell me some dirt let's become humans together but too much like at the store the other end of it is when you're around a lot of comedians the self-deprecating humor starts getting kind of cheesy it just it's doesn't like, it's just hacky to me yeah that's it's what i'm saying it's, it's like oh like, suck my fucking or it's like you know me my you know dead parent like oh. yeah whatever anything they're going through Making a well, people bad in that joke. case, it feels like they try to lay it on you. They try to take this their discomforts and go like, "You hold it." And you're like, oh, "No, yeah. I don't want to hold it." Um, I also like when friends of mine <laughs> who are good, who who have uh, to feign humility, which is a lot of people I know in that are in marriages, they have to. Example. I'm not going to give you specific examples. No, but no, but I have like, friends that are in marriages they and they're very successful. And they're, I want names. They're, I've talked to men and women in the last week about it. Okay. And they both mentioned, they've all mentioned having to make themselves smaller to make their less successful spouse feel okay. And uh, I don't, I, I don't like it. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a healthy thing. Also, I wonder if they're in similar industries. They're all in similar yeah, industries. Because I made a rule never to date an actor. As I, I remember I booked something big and then I told him and he got sad. And I, I questioned it. What's wrong? He's like, oh, no, I'm really happy for you. But he starts, now I'm just like, man, I haven't got. And I stopped. I'm like, man, stop. That's too much. That's weird. This this is just what happened to me. I yeah. also booked a role for a brown woman. Yeah. You're not yeah. going to book this. Like, chill. And it was, I don't know. It's a, it's just kind of corny. Yeah. But my me. friend, I was on the phone with a friend of mine. He was talking about it. And I was like, and then he said something like arrogant, cocky. And I was like, good, man. Good. You're great. There's no reason for you to not feel like you're great. I even texted him later. I was like, you are great. Yeah. But and the woman has done the same. Her, they it came down to awards, and the guy got nominated for an award, and she went with him, and then she got nominated for an award, and he didn't go with her. That type shit, and it's like, yeah, that's a that's not going to work. That's not going to work yeah. at all. That is fucking. Oh, talk about an extra layer of are an already complicated situation. Yeah. It's already complicated to date and be. And the people and will come up with any excuse. I mean, I dated a, a successful woman, and she was like, "Yeah, but what if I go? I had gone to her show, and then she's like, "What if I come to? You? What if I don't think you're funny?" And I was like, "Ah, bitch, I'll send you a clip. I'm hilarious. I don't know. 
It was just like, oh, you're an asshole, huh? Oh, like you're what, a narcissist. That was an ass. inside thought you said out loud. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, she didn't want to go because it would have taken the attention off of her. So. Oh, just, you think that was made up? Positive. I don't. I think that I think there's partly like, yeah, we all sure. worry that I you could have sucked at your thing. Yeah. But I didn't. You think didn't that, yeah. Either. Like I didn't go like, well, I'm not going to go in case you suck because I'm not a selfish piece of shit. Um. That's the, you know, as Chris says, playing the tambourine. Um, the but you don't want to, you shouldn't have to play the tambourine if you're a world-class guitarist. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm contradicting myself because. No, you. It's not always going to You shouldn't have to either. pretend you're not talented. No, I have friends no, that are no. married. When it's about talent, no. And their husbands and or wives have convinced them that they're the less talented one. Oh, yeah. And none, and it's never been true. In any of the cases, like, and then they end up resenting you for not, you know, for being more talented than them. It's like, that's what you wanted to fuck about me. Yeah. No, I have a friend who's married and she's very, much better looking than him. And he flipped it. And he, I mean, has made her believe that she's so less, he's flirts with, we'll go out, he's been flirting with everyone. And I'm just like, man, from the outside, I wish you could see yeah. how insecure you make him. Yeah, this is all a level of control to help the void. Even though they wanted it, like you're saying, that is what they wanted. They wanted to be very close the, to your talent, or yeah, or whatever or your whatever. whatever's attractive about you is what they wanted. So yeah, it's a it's a shame. It's people, you know, a lot of relationships are goodbye flesh eating diseases. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. Uh, yeah, uh, give me an audio or a video. You've got mail. <laughs> give me. A- fucking give me something hey guys me again i just realized the last two times that i that i've sent a video in i didn't mention what my name was i'm winston so uh, nice to you formally meet you guys uh <laughs> i say that because i want to ask the question as you can see if my name is winston i uh on paper do really well my whole name is winston christopher dean and mm-hmm. i thank my dad every day for the foresight of giving me that name i do i kill it on on-call interviews and I honestly, whenever there's a dynamic where I'm going into an interview where they don't know I'm black and I go in, I like to kind of see how they react to first seeing me initially because it is almost entertaining 100% of the time. Uh, this has been alluded to on the podcast before. How Neil feel, what Binky thinky about minorities with white names. Studies have shown that it does have an effect on hires. Somebody like Jamal Smith won't get hired while somebody like John Smith will with the same application. What do you guys think? uh it is it's fun when you go into a job interview uh with a ski mask and a gun that's very fun that really surprises <laughs> um yeah it's that's scientific i mean that's one of those things where you want to say to white people this is systemic yeah how are you going to argue against this that's the thing how what are you going to argue against this the thing that the all the thing that i wanted that i do say to racist white people <laughs> uh, not when directly but is there can be two answers here either black people are inferior or the system is rigged against them yeah and when they don't think that the system's rigged against them then that can only leave one answer that they're Ooh, they don't like that they don't want to be known for that but it's no. the system is it's rigged um the the yeah you can there was a thing that the white dropouts have the same salary level as black college graduates white high school dropouts 
have the same average salary. What the fuck? Yeah. It might be post-grad black people. Like, it might be uh, 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 po- Master. yeah, masters. <laughs> it's at least undergrad. It might be masters. Um, That's so fucked up. Yeah. There's also that thing that Rock yells at me, and I sent him the fucking article. The average savings of black people in Boston, the average white savings, net worth of white people, I think families, is, I want to say, $78,000. The average black family, you want to guess what their net worth is? I think you said already something less than $10,000. Oh, $8. $8. Look it up. It's the most disturbing fucking thing. Well, look this up. It is the year. (laughs) It's. it's, Will can get it more it's more horrifying than 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 it <laughs> it's more horrifying um it's it's actually in the boston globe i believe it just put in does it say boston 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 that was, that was not a typo yes right there type click on it damn i was close that it- window Eight thousand. That was not a typo. The median net worth of Black Bostonians really is eight dollars. That's a really sad statistic. It's it science fiction. It seems so crazy. <laughs> science fiction. It's crazy. It's 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 scarier than Get Out. Scarier than yeah. us. Just show scarier articles than, like this. Jordan Peele should just walk okay. around and hand this out on the flyer. <laughs> Here. Look at this. This is fucking $8. terrifying. True terror. And but it's cuz they so white people. So do you think it's cuz they're lazy and smoking drugs? Smoking or drugs. do you think that something more systemic is afoot? That's the question. Do you think this might be a little uncomfortable for you, but would you advise black people to have a to not name their kids certain types of names? I mean, Owen Smith does a joke about it now that he his mom named him Owen for that reason. Yeah. Like to make it more palatable to white people. It it's 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 the thing we talked about a few weeks ago. Do you give over to colonialism completely? Cuz I don't think I think I already got the same god. African names African names like scare white people because they don't know how to pronounce them. Yeah. So they're just like and g- crazy g- consonants, g- apostrophes and G's and N's and you don't know what the fuck's happening. Uh, so I think any sort of odd name is, I think it's at least annoying, right? And detrimental to a kid, person's life. I don't know. They was in Freakonomics where they named one kid. Uh, winner and one kid loser yeah, twins and something. loser was a winner and winner yeah. was a loser but the thing is we have some crazy galifianakis that Absolutely. is a hard fucking that's name. what that's what hassan minhaj said on ellen show like Uh-oh. he repronounced his name yeah like now that i'm you know making now that you money. can say yeah. it. it's like if you can say Tim- timothy chalamet or any of these people right. zach galifianakis yeah but again i don't think it, now in zach's defense not one black person in history has ever said it correctly. <laughs> Gap That's, in the he nackis. said that. Like I was like, he we were joking about it one time. I was like, well, tell him walk me through some mispronunciations. Um so 
But uh, like Delia has a, 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 a apostrophe in his name and yeah. it's like, it and feels more classic Italian. But yeah. people call him Delia all the time. Like, But that's not going to turn someone away for hiring them. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Jews would change their name when they came to America for, for sure. like hideout reasons. Right. And I feel like, Life. and like Polish people, skis and Z's. Yeah, and you're right. They my all kind of. My brother-in-law, last name is Kreswick, and it was K-R-E-S-Z-S-W-I-C-K. He got rid of the S, the Z sandwich part. He got rid of the S's. So it's just Kreswick with the Z. So like, right. you know, uh, I think that you can, if you want it to be a thing over and over, not, it's just going to be a pain in the ass. But the difference is that all these people, all they had to do is change a name and then everyone believed they, okay, cool. Like you right. can float by it. Whereas if I'm already going to be judged how I look, what the fuck does it matter? I have a name you don't like on top of it, you know? Yeah, I agree. But, I, don't, I don't think it's going to make a difference. I don't, it's like just name, it's like making them left-handed. Just make a little, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, you're just making them left-handed. It's or his or him or her. It's, it's, you're, you're making him left-handed. <laughs> It's okay. He'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, he'll be it's fine. fine. It's a fucking pain in the ass. It's fine. He's gonna give ink on his hand. You know. <laughs> when, remember when people used to write? Um, oh, it was a different time. Goodbye. Uh, ta-da. I'm a oh, white. This is a long week. Long um, You've got mail. Hey, this guy's from Boston. Hey, Neil and Bianca. I'm a white guy in my late 20s, and I manage a sports bar, family restaurant in a Boston suburb. The great majority of our guests are white, despite the fact that, according to Wikipedia, less than half of the city's residents are white. Uh, I feel confident in saying that there are a large number of totally innocuous factors we can, that can attribute to this phenomenon. But the fact is, the fact of the matter is, there just aren't so many black folks coming into the restaurant. <laughs> this came up in conversation I was having with three other managers, all of whom are also white. One of them mentioned that if a black couple came in, she would make a small effort to give them better service to make up for how uncomfortable they may feel as the only black person there. I wholeheartedly agree with the strategy. I consider myself to be relatively woke, but I grew up around pretty much 100% white people and realized that I have implicit racial biases. To me, it makes perfect sense that an all-white management team should make extra effort with minority guests to counteract these these implicit biases. Uh, the other two managers were not as supportive of this viewpoint. Take them to court. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was a lot of, no, I treat everyone the same because that's fair. It's racist to treat them differently because they're black and fundamentally misunderstood the difference between having implicit racial biases and just doing overtly racist shit. They argued with remarkable passion. I was, uh, I was (laughs) able to use the phrase social reparations during the argument and that set them off (laughs) as much as you think it did. Um, they, I see them throwing down clipboards <laughs> and uh, Pens, aprons. Yeah. Bics. Anyways, I thought you two might be interested in, so, in a story concerning both race and the service industry. <laughs> We're the number one service industry podcast. Also, I thought the social so, representations was sort of a funny phrase. So many Canadian um, listeners. Wink, the, wink. Uh, the, there was a funny thing I noticed about myself. And then it happened. I did the breakfast club a couple of days later and yeah. they asked me the question. Funny. When you're talking to black uh, customer service people or maintenance people, just like a, if I call United and, or I call American Airlines and they say, it's like, uh, hey, this is Monique, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to be, I'm going to, 
be a little like more colloquial and black than I would with a white person. <laughs> um, like if they go, can I help you with anything else? I'd be like, I'm straight. <laughs> and then like, what are they I, and it's like involuntary. Right. And, but it's, it's, is it insulting? Is it? No. Is it? Yeah. It's like, am I, do I not think that they can speak English? No, I think they can just like I can. But we, if we can, I'm also trying to like curry favor. Like maybe she'll right. hook me up. <laughs> this guy fucking. Um, but, uh, but I, I don't, what do you think of this? I fucking love it. Yeah. Give me some good ass service. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I mean, why not? Also, when you say white person from Boston, it's Boston white is a different level white. Yeah, that's right. Mostly- on the on the uh, on the racism scale, <laughs> it's uh, it's Ted Danson in blackface. <laughs> um, it's uh, Ted yeah. Danson in blackface at it's Whoopi the, it's Goldberg's that common teacher last week. <laughs> AI, AI, it's that guy. Oh, um, that was you're so high on the scale. Um, so I'm sure it would make them feel a little more comfortable. I understand it sounds bad to American ears. We're all about fairness, except when it's not fair. But I just think, why why not be nicer? Yeah, I I totally do. I try to tip black people more. I try to, I just like, or I'll say I enjoy tipping black people more than I enjoy tipping <laughs> enjoy. white people. That's the greatest sense ever. I just like enjoy it better. This. By the way, as a comedian someone in show business black people are oh, the black best laughs? complimenters black if you laughs. get a black compliment that's that's that has the strength of five whites compliments the- <laughs> i got a i knew i did well at the mark twain thing because uh but- <laughs> black comedian named tony woods told me i did my thing <laughs> yes. so right there <gasps> yeah um no that it's funny because people will say Oh, you know, like for white comedians, he actually does really good in black rooms. Yeah. That is, oh, he kills black crowds. Yeah. That's an extra level of, oh, if shit, If you can he's good. do, yes, because there's not a long list of, like Sebastian and Burr can do well in black rooms, and it's not. I think Delia too. Yeah. But yeah, Delia less so because he wants it more than they do. Mm. Um, wants what? See their approval. Um, <laughs> what about you? I do good in black rooms. Yeah. I have I don't do them as much as I used to, because it's if, unless I have something specifically about race that I think they'll enjoy, mm. do I do it? But I don't like I don't want to go in there and do fucking jokes about Kmart. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to just do. I want to talk about race. Right. It's like I have to see if this is true. So yeah, don't I don't go in going... there with like lady like. Right. I mean, it. You know what I mean. It just feels like a different. But why not just give them with, the same? Because set. I'm doing this. I'm giving them something special. Okay. Yes. I'm giving okay. them something special. I want to give them something that I think they'll like more. I don't want them to just be able to get some shit that they get from any white. Comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So. So yeah. So black people still great. <laughs> I like your joke, where the black waiter waitress puts a check down and goes and slavery. And yeah. slavery? Yeah. Uh yeah, that's what that's what every interaction <laughs> it's sort of so is. So funny. Um, and slavery. <laughs> goodbye. Yep. Uh you want to read the yes. next one? You've got mail. Hey, 
Hey, Neil and Bianca, I want to know your thoughts on the expectation of a kiss at the end of a first date. I'm a 24-year-old single guy, and when I go on first dates with women, I typically keep it casual and go to a coffee shop or something. Oftentimes, I'll be happy with the date, and I'll be happy with the date, and the, and at the end, I'll feel the "is he going to kiss me?" tension. But I really, but I okay, hold on, tension. But I don't really want to kiss the person, even though I had a good time. I'm pretty sure I've upset some women I've gone out with by not kissing them at the end of the date. So I'm curious what you think of the expectation is for men and regarding women, the kiss at the end of the date. Is it that I'm just not feeling the romantic chemistry? Should I kiss them anyways because it's part of the whole dating process? <laughs> it's part of the process. <laughs> I got to do it. Do the Says dishes. so on the sheet. Um, okay. Uh, I don't think you should do Said it because so it's part of the process. Like, I think you either, I think, does it seem like, I think the indicators are touch. How much mm. does she touch you? So that's yes. why everyone thinks that you want to make out with them. I do. Because you touch everybody too much. Um, okay. You're a, you're a touch slut. Touch slut. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm also a touch slut. Just Yeah, FYI. you do the. Yeah. You're a lot uh, of like I'm a touch lot. With guys too though, but yeah, yeah. but it women Same take with it the me. Wrong I way. touch women all the time. Take they take the wrong way. They don't understand our love language is touching <laughs> and fingering. Um, Finger blessed. Uh so yeah, I don't think you owe them. I I love just kind of being like, All right, nice meeting you. A handshake? Bianca. Or Ouch. a hug. How about a hug? <laughs> or you like make a big thing about it. Like, are we hugging? Let's hug. <laughs> You do like uh, at the end, just ah. yeah, yes. Like, where are we gonna hug? Kind of okay. You do do it because when you're not feeling it, or do that when you're feeling it. Uh, I do it when. I mean, a day coffee date. It's tough to parlay that into a makeout. Like, yeah, like t- take some of this. Take some of this hot breath. <laughs> yeah, coffee breath. Yeah. Um, Good. At the same time. You you can't be lunging at at people, <laughs> so you just gotta Not like this day and age. I I you know I'm a fan of just going like, hey, are we gonna make up? Oh yeah, you love the. What are we doing? The sequence. Because I can't, I can't lunch. Can't, I can't lose my I can't lose my house. I can't. Yeah, it's because I'm because I thought <laughs> maybe. Um. So yeah. Uh, what do you, you, what do you, you're, you're the, you're the one on this. Lay it fucking on me. You want to kiss regardless? I want to, I want you to do what you, I want you to attempt to do what you want. I know that's not cool these days, but. (laughs) (laughs) Attempt to do what you want. Wow, Bianca. I like. And what, and what, and you're, what are you going to do? Duck? If I don't want it, it's just like, no. No, like I just let's or if you're do it in a way, it's like okay. Or so what? I didn't like your kiss, then I don't kiss you anymore. It's not like I have to go fucking get therapy now. Right. It no one's like I don't mean throw me against a wall and fucking lick my face. But if you're going in for a kiss, that's the beauty of it. Maybe there's also like a sniff their neck, see what happens. Maybe put your lips on it, on the neck, and then see. And then if they bridle like a horse. You pull back. If you're, if I'm not feeling it and he's going in, I'll just 
I just I'm not afraid of awkward, weird interaction. I'm not going to go tell on Except you. Except you don't want him to say, "Are we doing this?" That's awkward and weird to you. I just don't need it. But if you need it, then I you know, it's legally fine. I need it. Part <laughs> okay. of my new process. You do you come with like paperwork? We did Sign that this. sketch. The, yeah, we did. You contract. did. You did. That was yeah. a, wait. No, did you tell me about that? Well, the love contract. We did it. We did an actual sketch on Chappelle's show, The Love Contract, which was just about like signing a waiver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, you guys are and then your it time. was followed. It was The Love Contract and from the makers of the confidentiality agreement. <laughs> this is 15 years ago. Goodbye. Uh, we saw which way the wind was blowing. Give us a video. You've got mail. Hello, Neil and Bianca. Love the show. I'm an artist of Haitian descent living on the Chris, east coast rock. of the U.S. <laughs> And I made this drawing of you all. The drawing is very relevant to my question, which is a hypothetical scenario, actually. Now, if the two of you were transported right now to 1940s California, with your current knowledge and age, Neil, would you attempt to engage with the landscape of comedy and show business? And Bianca, what would your plan be to try to survive in this new world? Because I'd imagine you'd have a pretty fucking tough time like I would. All right, love the show. Bernie Mac and Chris Rock had a kid. Keep it up. He does look um, like them. Uh, I would take a uh, whatever happened in Back to the Future. Take the book of all the bets. Yeah, but he's not saying he's not saying that drawing's fucking excellent, by the way. It's and so I, good. you know, what's cool about it is it looks like a 1940s. That's what he drawing. said. Now I didn't realize that. That's really great. Oh, um, it's so nice. Uh, that's a great. You it's know what? So, what was his name again? I don't know. Damn. But he's an artist. You got to shout him out again. He uh, says his name at the beginning. Play it again. Bernie Rock. <laughs> What's his name? Hello, Neil and Bianca. Love the show. Oh. An artist. Named Dom. 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 Thanks, Dom. Um, what would you do? Uh, yeah, I think I would go into showbiz because I can write. I can write like that. I can write that kind of joke. Really? I can write like a Bob Hope joke. Yeah. They're just worse. Sid Caesar type of. Yeah, Sid Caesar. You a Sid Caesar, I could rip. You would you Sid would, Caesar, I could rip. Well, they wouldn't know any of the jokes. <laughs> yeah, Sid Caesar did a fucking He's, parody I, of I fucking love Sid Caesar uh, of uh, an affair to remember where they're on the beach, like making out and like mm. the waves yeah. keep coming up. But they just did it against like rocks and the waves were <laughs> fucking pelting them. It was so goddamn easy and funny. It was like, yeah, I could do yeah, that. That's uh, and like Bob, I could write for Bob Hope. Any of those like you know one-liner guys i could write for yeah and uh and was it really one-liney back then yeah they were one-liney and they weren't personal yeah they and were, then they were also kind of pc there was a lot of it was a lot no? of innuendo you couldn't be like we're fucking you just go we <laughs> somebody made the we're observation fucking. that you just go we went on our honeymoon which meant like they were fucking everybody um there's a famous or like we uh you know we we went back to her but we yeah we had a nightcap which means we fucked most <laughs> we'll things be. meant we fucked in the 30s 40s everyone's talking about fucking yeah but they wouldn't say it because we had a nightcap there's this one i watched this um documentary about stand-up back then or something maybe it was a report anyways there was a stand-up comedian who did a whole um his whole set was about snot and they deemed it to too Fine. crass yeah. and they wouldn't let it air on tv like, yeah and then uh mort Saul was one of the first guys to actually talk about kind of like the news in a human way instead of like do you see this 
They're invading. They're going to say they're invading Korea. I wouldn't. He was like this specific and uh, wasn't like performative. Like, ah, ah. right. He wasn't carn- He wasn't Mulaney about it. <laughs> you mean he was the first person who wasn't Mulaney about it. He was like just like a regular person, more or less. Um, do you watch that show, Maisel? Miss, no, no, I haven't watched it. People like it though. They love it. Yeah. I don't know. It's about Sandman. No. Uh, yeah, eh. I haven't watched it. You'd be good. I yeah, would I could just do it. try. What I'd, would you do? I'd be a fucking. I'm sure I'd be killed. I just too too feisty for too that mouthy. era. Too mouthy, too feisty. I would have gotten raped but by you, some you white You could dudes. live on the other side of the law. You could live like you could run like a brothel, have wear a sundress and like lift it up a little bit. I'm you're you're making <laughs> you know a lot of I mean? sense here. Also, 1940s California. Yeah, a little bit more. Not as yeah, not it's as not, terrifying. It's not Wichita. Yeah, no. Yeah. So uh, so well, there might be a place for Bianca. There might be. I secret, the... we could have a secret love child finally. <laughs> that I have to raise. Kid. No, you got to raise. Yeah, it. well, that's why I'd have a kid back then and fucking do anything. <laughs> Just like hit them every once Say in a while. Say it, Tuts. That was the father's only uh, uh, job back then. Was just like, and you'll hit them. Yeah, I'll raise them, feed them, teach them, and then every once in a while you come in and smack them around a little bit. That sounds fine. What's give me an old timey Neil saying for hitting your kids? What is it? Uh, just smack them around a little. No, it's like uh, spare the something. Oh, spare the rod, spoil the child. That was the biblical one. Yeah. Oh, what's a, what's a rod? Like a fucking literally stick? the fucking rod, like a rod, like a a stick. <laughs> oh my God. Spare the rod, spoil the child was a truly famous thing so, and everyone accepted it everyone yeah accepted. if we don't want to spoil them so get the fucking rod out <laughs> and let's take this kid to the woodshed goodbye you've um, got mail hey neil and binks love your show i just had sex with my wife and upon finishing <laughs> wow. i had this really dark thought that made me chuckle hopefully the idea is interesting enough for you to chat about first of all my wife and i are not into choking or anything pretty tame but we do have a friend whose brother's wife accidentally killed herself EMS found her in the bathtub with a belt around her neck and the shower head massager in her hand. Wow. Anyway, I'm not a thin dude. I weigh around 275, and when my wife and I are making love, I pretty much have to hold a plank so she can stay alive. <laughs> uh, but when we're done and I'm rolling off, sometimes I, I just let go for a second. She's like, I can't breathe. Um, and for whatever reason, I thought about that woman. Would she still be alive if her husband were fatter? Um, I mean, it's pretty easy to just l- let go of the plank and keep it going. Uh, now, to be fair, the husband claims he had no idea she was in into that, and I believe him. Seems like one of those secrets one would be afraid to tell. I guess what I'm saying is people should definitely be honest about what they're into. Uh, so what could my question be? Binky, have you ever been with a larger man and had that I can't breathe feeling? And if so, was it anything other than slightly scary? I'd ask Neil the same question, but he'd already stated He's not into thick, big girls, so I imagine that's a no. But hey, maybe one of you have been with someone who has what might be considered strange fetishes. So what are your thoughts on that? That's part of the problem with bigger girls is like, I don't want to. I did this joke for a while. People were like, why don't you like bigger women? And I was like, because sex is physical and I don't want to (laughs) lose. Like there's something about it's not sexy for her either. If I'm getting like, whoa, right, like jostled and, and thrown across the bed seems like you one day you might do it and weirdly like it which part choking and stuff no the big woman in bed thing i don't think i i feel like my take is a little immutable in terms of um 
I don't think I'm ever going to want to be taught. I don't like, I'm, I'm the youngest of 10 kids. No one ever listens to me. No one takes me seriously. I don't need more of that when I'm fucking, <laughs> okay. um, on the, when I'm up like on the rack. Your curves are personally yeah. against me. Yeah. Uh, um, what about you? So I've been with a bigger, I'm small, so I, not by my choice, but I've always dated guys that are pretty tall, pretty tall, pretty tall, sometimes bigger. Not like huge or fat, but bigger. Yeah. And I guess I dated one, one of my ex gained a lot of weight while we dated. Um, and I'm claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds really fucked up talking about a person's body, but if you're over, it, it's, it scares me. So I don't love being just covered a lot. In With sex. flesh? With, you don't want a flesh blanket well, on top flesh, of you? It's flesh and then blanket. Blubber? It's flesh and it's like breath. It's just hot yeah. and like, get the fuck off me. Yeah. So no, not my favorite. I never thought that he would smush me. To, it's not like a Yeah, smushing. I don't think it's... A, I think I know what he means. It's like yeah, his wife like, doesn't... I don't think his wife literally can't breathe. I no, think his no, wife's no, uncomfortable. But, but but he's equating it to the woman getting like choked a little bit yeah. and losing that like okay. Well, that right. choking thing is dangerous. I mean, it's just dangerous. It's I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. It's interesting that it's a woman cuz I feel like men are generally fine even if you're into something weird. Yeah. They're down to try. Yeah, that I think it's prop she probably just maybe she doesn't like she don't she wants to do it herself. Well, I also have never tried that cuz I don't wanted like it i mean i've never like jerked off and <laughs> choked myself like if i'm working for it if i'm jerking off i want to i just want like a flat surface and privacy in a computer i don't need like all right i need surface. a fucking a door jam i need some rope i need a chair i just like i just like and then and then bring in the computer this rope this belt's the wrong texture for me it's too much give <laughs> Um, we used to play a game in junior high where you would like uh, check yeah. each other out and pass out. Yeah. I don't know why. It didn't feel uh, great. Just because one kid brings it in and you're like, fuck it. I want to be a part of that. Let's be bad. Yeah. So yeah, for the record, I wouldn't love it, but I'm not afraid of a bigger man. Hey, let's have fun. Throw me hey, around. Bounce hey, me off a wall. Hey, hey, hey. Oh yeah. You like getting tossed around a little bit. <laughs> Here and there. <laughs> Who gets hurt? Here and there. A little something. <laughs> Take oh. her to the woodshed. <laughs> A lot of people. By the way, wrestling. watch uh, Seth's uh, Netflix special on Netflix. It's good because I directed it. Oh hey! So how many angles you get? you get the side angle? I behind. have a sweet angle. There's an. I mean, I don't think I invented it, but it's no one really used it. Which is third row RoboCam. So it's what? low angle and it makes. And I framed him with a lot of headroom, so mm. it looks not like his TV show. Like right. he he looks like, he it looks like Bill Cosby himself. That's cool. With a blue background. Goodbye. Uh, bye, bye, bye. You've got um, mail. Hi, I am at twenty-two. That one. Yeah, he's it takes too long. But um, anyway, my question is mainly for Neil. You've said a lot of things in the podcast that resonated with me. Basically, an atheist, uh, and I have no real friend circle outside of my girlfriend. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I like to dabble in a lot of different topics: sports, politics, comedy. And I'm not cutthroat, ambitious like everybody else has been conditioned to be so work is more like a way to pay bills not my source of fulfillment feels impossible to form friendships with people because they're one-track minded 
and only focus on money, their future, or some other singular idea. I've heard you say, feel like a man with no nation, and I'm starting to feel like that too. How do you form deep, meaningful, platonic relationships with people, and where are the introspective, deep thinkers in the world? Uh, I mean, that's the toughie. That's a toughie. It's a skill you develop. It's a you you can you start to recognize them a little more. Um, yeah, you your look, people. Yeah, Fine, you, you start to like. Oh, all right. Yeah, you're you like okay. Be- you're we're from the same swamp. Yes. Like that's how I think of it. Like all right, we're similar. Same yeah. cup and same cloth. Whatever you want to say. Um, I like swamp. Yeah. The. Uh, yeah, there. But and and you have to be okay. What's her name? They got mad at what's her name for saying she's self-coupled or something? No, conscious and coupling. No, they got mad oh. at uh the girl from from uh from Harry Potter. Emma Emma What did she say? Is. She said that she's like she's self-coupled. She doesn't have a boyfriend, she doesn't she's not married. And she's like I want to be okay by myself. And and she called it self-coupled. I <laughs> believe the term is self-coupled. Uh and no, it's what's the Emma? What's uh, Emma Watson? Yeah. Uh, self partnered. Self partnered. Uh, which I don't think you need to see it as two yourself as two different people. Yeah. But just She's I'm not single. hung up on being single. Implies that there's a better right. It it makes. It's got a bad connotation. It's got it's Stigma less than like, um, yeah. Oh, alone, singular. No, it goes one. like oh, I'm married. Oh. Like singles, like mm. um. So I think you just have to be okay with being being by yourself. Yeah, and accepting. There's a inscription. Um, in Dave got a uh, actual Mark Twain book. Yeah, that was uh, so nice. And the there's an inscription from Mark Twain and it says, uh, if you are good, you are alone to be good is to be alone basically. Mm. Um, and it's like, yeah, if you're, if you're, that's the thing about being unique is like fucking, there's not a lot of people like you. That's right. the advantage is in my case, the advantage is there's a market place for me where i can do well because i am unique but on the but the, on the other hand it can be a little fucking lonesome sometimes be good and you will be lonesome that's the mark twain quote but also the good thing the thing about this guy is he doesn't have it's you have um peers that you that yeah. you trust that are like-minded even if it's a smaller circle yeah you still have an outlet of yeah that he doesn't and i think one i don't know how successful you could be in this industry if you had no sort like if you just didn't get along with anybody you kind of need to yeah at least some degree maybe not super close but he doesn't have good uh, friend making skills yeah and i think they develop early on I, i it's hard to tell someone how to be friends at 30 it's awkward. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's there's it's it's not often that adults become friends. No. Like that aren't that don't have already enough in common in maybe like industry. Like yeah. I feel like you can be friends with another comedian or a famous I, person. Larry David, Larry David. Whatever, last week. That's like, all right. 
Yeah. That's, you know, that's, we're pretty similar experiences. Yeah. Um, and both comedians, both did it. Like there aren't many people like that. And I don't, it's not because he's, it's because he's a comic. It, as right. More than anything. More than anything. It's, it's not like, I'm your biggest like, fan. Yeah. Like I didn't really watch Seinfeld. I've watched probably more Curves than Seinfeld, but right. like, um, it's hard. It's hard. It's surprising when somebody is, cause then you get into like, it's always harder for guys. I think girls think? can be friends. Okay. And girls are like, oh, I just met her. She's so fun. Da, 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 da. Like, I met her on the plane. She was so nice. <sighs> girls are. Yeah, I think. Yeah, guys. And it's not weird to yeah. make new friends as women. Mm-hmm. I met her at my gym. She was so cool. We laughed the same thing. I don't know. We're yeah, I think quicker. women are just more social like that. Yeah, we click Socially up. Adept. But you know what? Also, I have friends who aren't good at making friends either. They kind of keep their click. But I, for example, picked up and dropped myself off in a new country four times and moved in that country twice. So I had to make friend circles. From scratch. From scratch, from a different yeah. culture. In from a, a different, different language. In a different language. Yeah. So many times that, I mean, it's not, I'm so secure in that. Yeah. But it's because you had to do something different. I don't, I wonder if he, what his adolescence and his younger life was like. Uh, yeah. I think you have to have a lot of commonality. Like me and Jimmy Carr have become friends in the last couple of years, and it's from both comedians. We go to mm. Montreal. He's here. Netflix. Like we just have a lot of stuff in common. Same age. Same. But it's it's and there's. I mean the the downside in showbiz is like you kind of got to respect the person. <laughs> I mean, it can't just be like yeah, it's some fucking guy. But I know lots of. I'm hard. I'm a tough sell. What what does do you think having so many brothers and sisters helped you socially? I don't know. Like 10 of you, so many people. Yeah, the I mean I remember, I don't know if we ever talked about the first day of kindergarten. No. Oh, well, he's gay? Well, that was the yeah, but okay. no, I remember the first day of kindergarten being like these motherfuckers have some big ass personalities. <laughs> Cuz I was used to fix fights. I was right. used to everyone in my my brothers and sisters all being like nice to me. Mm. For like, varying degrees, but all like at least decent, right? And you're the baby, and then and they're baby, and you're favored, and all that stuff. And then you go and you're like, wait, it's fucking open market. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> um, I remember a guy brought up Star Wars, and I was like, I haven't fucking seen Star Wars <laughs> and Battlestar Galactic. I was, fellas, I'm fellas, I'm one of ten <laughs> kids. I don't get to pick what we watch. Battlestar. I don't. We're not watching no Battlestar Galactica. That's <laughs> like it's not on. It's not high on the list. Um. So, so yeah, yeah, but it's more probably pattern recognition that that helped me with just recognizing like oh, there's ten types of people or at least ten. You different can tell characters in a family that you're like okay, he reminds me. I mean, I still. Do you ever jump the ship and write someone off and then end up being like, oh, they actually were cool, or they they were awful? I misjudged. Uh, or a girl like oh we're gonna get along and then it's like god damn i mean yeah that's varying degrees but no i with guys i'm like yeah you get yeah. a good sense you know yeah especially if their work is public mm. it's like what are the odds me and larry david weren't gonna get along very low you know what i mean like what it's like nah. i already think like yeah. yeah like how are you not people were surprised that we weren't friends They're right like, how are you two now i don't know just never met uh so the, it, 
you kind of know. You just get a sense of people, and and then you can make better decisions. Like you go, oh, we should exchange numbers. So what about a dude with less social skills than us who wants to make friends? Uh. I don't know. I don't know where he. I don't remember where he lives, and there's no way to find out. Atlanta. Other than turning a page. Uh, Atlanta seems like you should be able to go go to a comedy club. Work. You know oh, the yeah. other thing is, work. Get a part time job at yeah. a place like that's that's how that's, most people make their. Friends. Yeah, that's how a lot. And even if you don't need the shifts or you don't need the money or you don't, even if you work one shift a week, like I know somebody who works at a comedy club. <laughs> As a, as a, as a, on the wait staff, as a, uh, it's sort of a th- way to stay in, you know, in the streets. I'm not the only thing. It does pay very well. No, of course it does. But I'm saying, like, if you like comedy, go work at a comedy club. Or if you like yeah. politics, go can go do phone calls. Yeah, yeah. No, like, getting there a job. Are to- ways and- you can do, or sports go. Fucking- and also at comedy clubs, like, they're very accepting of all types of people. Even if you're a weirdo, it's like comedy club, you'll be yeah. welcomed with open arms. Yeah, there's no, there is no prevailing, no. the culture of a comedy club is uh, weird off the top. If you gotta be a really, you gotta be a fucking weirdo to not it be accepted too, at a If you're square, club. you'll stand out. Yeah, if you're too wholesome, yeah. it's like, the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Fucking, you don't do cocaine? <laughs> cocaine? You don't got cocaine? My Myanmar? Goodbye. Myanmar. You got mail. Yes, uh, Neil Bianca, my friend, is having his wedding in a third world country. To a woman I don't really care for with a family I can't stand. What's the downside? Uh, how do I get out of going and still keep the friendship intact? Been friends for seven years and expressed that it's really important to him that I go. Top of that, my girlfriend gave me a hard no, so there goes my date. Members of this group are all hard drinkers, and I just know there's going to be drama, heat, mosquitoes, questionable drugs, fighting, fly, failing, fly, fighting, falling, crying, and all manner of nonsense. It's months away, and my anxiety is climbing. How do I get out of it? Um... You know, if you commit a felony, you can't get a passport. <laughs> so there's one thing to do. A light arm robbery. You get away with it. Then you got money for the wedding. Uh, but if He's going to have to lie. I, I, I would say that if you say I can't be around that much drinking, I think people kind of accept that. Or you could fake go to AA meetings. He has to start. Like you have to start bringing around the AA, the big book from AA, now. And, the, and the pamphlets. Okay, but that guy's going to be very. He's going to be very upset that he doesn't go. So he's going to need a stronger conviction. I mean, I don't know what his job. There is excuses he can come up with for sure. I think what you should do is buy a ticket. Give every indication that you're coming yeah, and then fake minute. a death. Girlfriend just got, she's pregnant. I got to stay home with her. Did I tell you what Roy Wood sent me the other day? No. It's the funniest. He mentioned I on the champs Roy and I Woods. forgot. He's the funniest. He, he sent me, he, so when he was in college, in order to get out of class, you had to have a death in your family. So Roy Damn. Wood started making fake funeral programs. <laughs> With pictures, with life stories, with who they're survived by, where they worked. And he sent me one. And it's the funniest fucking thing. He wrote, like, I don't know who this motherfucker is. <laughs> uh, um, it's the fun. Wait, so you may call, call Roy. 
and uh, so get you know, get yourself a fake funeral program because yeah. um, it's you could really be onto something. I just you can get out of it. It's not just get out of it. Yeah, just say you, you like gotta, just don't long, make it anything fine. personal. Yeah, no, because there he's going to be very mad at you. Yeah, this person is not going to like any of the reasons why you don't want to go. So you just got to lie and something that he can't be mad at. Yeah, be like, look, man, I really like you as a friend, and I, I'm, I know that this is going to hurt. Making me go is going to hurt our relationship. I know uh-huh. it's, it's very important to me that I not go. You know, how it's very important to you that I go. It's very important to me that I not go. So I feel like that would hurt the relationship just saying that. I think the relationship's in trouble to begin with. <laughs> okay. I don't think they even know each other. I don't think they know the first thing about each other. So I, you can get out of it. Goodbye. Uh, it's just a matter of when and how much of a lie you want to tell. You've got mail. Uh, dear Neil and Bianca, love the show, big fan. For the past eight weeks, I've been taking this improv class to get to know more people as I recently moved to the area. Again, guy in Atlanta. Yeah, take an improv class. Take a class. Take they're, an improv class. They're all take very a, accepting. Take any kind of class. Just yeah. take any like anything where class. people have to be. Yeah. And you're all sort of stuck in something together. Yeah. Is a good way to meet people. Uh, we usually go out uh for in a panic room uh fucking we usually go out for drinks as a class and uh any joints like the guy starts like larping and doing medieval times i was like buddy you, you got me you mixed it up uh everyone has gotten along really well despite the difference in age background etc last week it was our last class and everyone went out for drinks somehow we got into the subject of 9 11 but, you know, in a fun way, talking about steel beams and Tower 7 and the like. <laughs> Yay, the fun shit. Um, you know, the dust. Right. Uh, I start talking to this woman. She's 30 or so, a successful head of tech division at a large company. And she's never said anything strange or out of character. Uh, nobody in the group is really listening. And she mentions how she's into independent journalism, in Uh-oh. quotes. <laughs> which I thought means she supports, you know, uh, Amy, what's her name? Um, uh, <laughs> local newspapers, but actually means... She follows a bunch of amateur Alex Jones types. Um, she, so she doesn't follow Democracy Now. <laughs> yeah. And she doesn't follow Amy Goodman at Democracy Now. Uh, she told me she doesn't talk about conspiracy stuff in public because people usually don't understand. But, you know, I listen to Rogan. I dabble in conspiracy theories. Hello. At this point, I just think she finds it interesting. Tell her that I understand. Fast forward. We're sharing an Uber home because her place is on the way to my place. Uh, she starts back in the 70s. That meant fucking. Uh, that, from 1920 to 80 that meant fucking um she starts telling me she doesn't sleep much stays up till 5 a.m and reads these theories she uses the term great awakening once i get home she starts sending me what she calls resources mostly a lot of videos with modulated voices speaking over images Scary. of famous politicians and burning rubble in developing nations that that's 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 all i wanted to read in this that is every video. Wait. All you need is Wait. modulated voices, famous politicians, uh, s- s- the earth with uh, the st- the snake around the earth, right. skeletons, keys, um, uh, 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 triangles, any kind of figure. Right. Geometric figures. Uh, no, some light numerology. Well, hopefully you'll put all this up. Um and uh and a modulated voice talking about like burning, but burning. others say that it was not an accident. Also very scary. The voice and then poorly lit interviews. They will cut to an interview that's as poorly lit as this podcast. 
Maybe um, even worse. Maybe worse, you motherfuckers. <laughs> um, and but but if you want, it's a as I've said before, if it's a conspiracy theories are a way for dumb people to seem smart. <laughs> They're a way for dumb people to go like, you ain't get one over on me, right? I know that the government's listening. Like, no, they're not. They don't care. They people. The idea that the government doesn't care and there's not a master plan run by the Bilderberg Group is terrifying. The, the life is random, right? Like, and he goes on to say, uh, uh, mostly a lot of. Uh, I soon realized there are a bunch of QAnon conspiracies. One example is the claim the federal government gave, gave Elijah Cummings. 16 billion in US dollars and that nobody knows where the money is now. He passed last week. You can also do a document and do a push in on a document, like a spreadsheet. Do a push in on that. That helps for conspiracy theories as well. <laughs> and then fire um maybe a bin Laden shooting a uh 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 Saddam Hussein <laughs> shooting the rifle in the air. That's a good one. Um, Donald Rumsfeld shaking hands with Saddam Hussein. Yes, anything uh, Rumsfeld related. If you want the only good conspiracy video, and they're not conspiracy videos, they're sociological hypothetical videos. It's a guy named Adam Curtis, British guy. He's made some of the best. He's got. He made a series called Century of the Self. Mm. That's four parts. Uh, he made. Uh, he made one called hyper uh, hyper normalization. That's fucking great, but it's terrifying. Yeah, di- that guy Edward Bernays. He talks about Edward Bernays was the first publicist ever. These aren't conspiracies. He just can track what aren't considered huge sociological movements mm. and actually go like, no, this was huge. That's Freud's nephew, who was the first PR person in wow. America, and he used Freud's techniques to get people to sell to get people to buy shit he's the man i think i'm talking about it. he went to a suffragette march women weren't supposed to smoke so he paid a bunch of women at a suffragette march to take cigarettes all at the same time and call them freedom torches dude it's a fucking brilliant guy and I, and manipulator and fuck the world up so i don't believe in chemtrails i don't believe in i don't believe in i don't believe in in government conspiracies but i do believe in you know other shit that you can track there are conspiracies aren't inherently kooky wackadoo yeah we say it now conspiracy theories is there theories about conspiracies i mean they're i mean they're all kind of theories until you can prove a conspiracy but there are regular sound you can buy laws lobbyists make write the laws and just have the the legislators rubber stamp them you don't need conspiracy it's they just put it in such a boring way that it's impossible to follow, and right? It's, and it's like not it's so fucking boring, you can't your anger can't even overcome it, how boring it is. Well, these ones where they start taking these lefts and rights, I mean, it's it's yeah. kind of it's scary how much. And I love a good conspiracy, mind you. I gotta be honest. Well, you know what you should do? Just take a bunch of the components of a conspiracy theory video and cut in. Uh, video of me and bianca saying things that you could spin into like i'm friends Making with john his, legend right john Making legend and chrissy people these QAnon people believe are part of the they molest kids they murder kids crazy shit who's crazy. behind this shit dumb people 
Well, speaking of dumb people, I was who want to feel smart or people that like manipulating a bunch of people. I was dropping my friend off at this hotel near the airport, and I accidentally pressed mezzanine instead of the uh-huh. basement or wherever the car was parked, and it was a paranormal convention going on. Mm-hmm. And I, I had I paid so much money in a lot parking. Of people with buttons. I paid so much money in parking because I was like, I'm just gonna go run up really quick, you know, buy. I was there for two hours. It was so fucking entertaining. All of them homemade documentaries. They made yeah. their own documentaries and were selling them. I think I UFOs, bought three. That's another big one. UFO ones. But I think I bought three. They were so funny. I was like, this is, you made this there. It was the art, the cover art. Yeah. As I have to buy this. This is so funny. Shots of, Frontline is big on uh, showing shots of uh, town cars outside of, uh, business at, outside of office buildings at night with steam coming up that's their big that's frontline's go-to but you can put anything you want yeah, over you it put, and you can make anything sound sinister yep. you can spin anything. modulate voices fucking done done it was so interesting i just kept being like no i didn't know i didn't know people were doing this yeah it was hours of entertainment for me because yeah. it just one it's hard to really have a conversation we can talk about something that's not popular or missing a document but there's evidence of something okay fine but when it starts getting into like the ukraine thing is a great example of that's a conspiracy that's a conspiracy and they slowly people fucking spill the beans yeah they go ah fuck john bolton today said there's some things you guys don't know you mm. should sub. You should. Uh, you should subpoena me. No, there's some but stuff he, you guys fought, don't know. he fought the subpoena. No, no, John Bolton. He's, oh, sorry. He's making them. It has who to fought, go to court. Who fought the subpoena? Uh, Mulvaney. Um. Uh, so. Was... So yeah. Uh, we got to go. Are we done? Yeah. We got to go. <sighs> Bye, Neil. Have fun in China. Bye. I'm Bye. going to China. China, 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 China. Goodbye. How do you feel? 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 Myanmar. Schizophrenia. Myanmar. Schizophrenia.